The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. That we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the goal image that you have set up. Now, you find this in verse 18 and 19. They're making a bold stand here. And they're threatened with being thrown into a literal, physical fire. But yet, it did not diminish their boldness. Fireproof faith is bold. And God wants us to be bold in our faith. What do you mean it's bold? It just doesn't talk the talk, but it walks the walk. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wasn't just talking. They were ready to walk it, and they did. Too many of us are talking the talk, but we don't walk the walk. James chapter 2 verse 26 says, For the body without the spirit is dead. Even so, faith without works is dead also. Now James said, death is nothing more than when your spirit leaves your body. And he says that's the same way faith is. The same way that the body without the spirit is dead. Faith without corresponding actions. Faith without works is dead. So what good is it to tell the king when I care for to answer you in this matter? What good is it to say to the king, be it known to your king, we're still not going to serve your gods or worship this image if you really don't mean it. You just can't talk this thing. You got to walk it. So God wants us to be bold in our fireproof faith. God also wants us to be fearless. 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 And you see that in the 20th verse and the 21st verse here in Daniel chapter 3. Now the king, after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had defied him, he became infuriated. He came, became upset. The expression of his face changed. That's how you know when people are really upset with you. The expression of their face, their face changes. So the king commanded certain mighty men of valor, mighty men of valor in his army to bind Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. The king, he was very clear with his resolve. You're going in the furnace. There won't be no escape from this. But yet, fireproof faith is fearless. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments. What is the Bible saying when it tells us that? These men were bound in their underwear as well as their outerwear. They were going straight in the furnace just the way they were. And they were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace because they were fearless. 
fearless. And we know God has not given us the spirit of fear. We quote that scripture a lot from 2 Timothy chapter 1. God has not given us the spirit of fear. And if God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, isn't it better if we believe that to make sure we stand on that in the face of that fiery trial? When you're fearless, beloved, your fireproof faith doesn't resist or try to escape the trial, no matter how fiery it may be. These men did not shirk back. They did not cower. They did not try to escape. Neither did they resist. Let me say it again. Neither did they resist. James said the same thing in principle in James chapter 1. When he says, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, and by the way, that word diverse temptations mean various tests and trials. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith, work of patience, but don't resist it, James says. Don't resist it. Let patience have, in other words, let it have its way with you. Let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and tired, wanting nothing. It takes fearlessness not to resist that test of that trial. It takes fearlessness not to try to escape, not to run away. They did not try to escape because they were fearless in their fireproof faith. Fireproof faith is relentless, relentless, relentless. I was sort of torn between using the word relentless and the word inexorable. I said, oh, that's too big. Folks, I may mean, not understand it. But, but when a person is inexorable, the attitude is there is no turning back. They were relentless in their faith, fireproof faith. They were determined, unyielding. They were unserving, unswerving rather, unswerving in their trust in God's deliverance, notwithstanding the threat. They just knew, they believed that God was going to deliver them somehow, some way. The king's command was urgent. There was no delays on the king's part. He didn't put it off. He didn't give him additional time to think about it. His command was urgent. And the furnace was exceedingly hot. In fact, the furnace was so hot that the very mighty men of valor and Nebuchadnezzar's army, who were tasked with casting Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fiery furnace, they were slayed by the heat of the furnace themselves. Now, when the Bible says that they, they were killed, it means they were killed. They didn't faint. They weren't overcome by the heat. They were killed. We need to see the miracle in this. There's two miracles in this passage. Not only the miracle where God delivered them in the fiery furnace and out of the fiery furnace, but there's also a miracle that God slew the three mighty men of valor, taking them up to the fiery furnace. It killed them, but it couldn't kill the, the children of God with fireproof faith. What is God saying here? 
It's like what God said in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 4. He said, the righteous is delivered from trouble. Oh, my God. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. It comes to the wicked instead. So what the three mighty men of valor want to do to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it happened to them. Even before they could be cast inside of the furnace, God slew them by the very device that was designed to kill Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We need to see what God is showing us here. We need to see this for ourselves and be encouraged when we're facing that fiery trial. The same people that come against you and want to cast you, as it were, into a burning, fiery furnace. If you'll stand in your faith, if you'll stand in your faith and let patience have a perfect work, the same heat they designed to destroy you, it will destroy them. The same, the same pit they dug for you, they'll fall in it. The same evil they devised toward you, it will come back to destroy them. With fireproof faith, my God, you're protected by almighty God himself. Glory to God. They were relentless, notwithstanding the threat. The righteous, they're delivered from trouble. Thank God for that. And it comes upon the wicked instead. It comes upon the wicked instead. Thank God that the devil can't do you no harm. Thank God the devil can't do me no harm. And what he meant for evil, God intends it for our good. Glory to God. There's another thing here I want you to see that fireproof faith is humble. Humble. Now when they were cast into they were cast inside of this burning fiery furnace. I want you to notice the first thing they did. Verse 23 says, these three men fell down, fell down bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. When we see from the scriptures that they fell down, we see a picture of humility. We see a picture of prayer. They fell down. They begin to bend their knee. And we need to understand that the way up is sometimes it's down. And we need to understand how God wants us to bend our knee. Whether you do it physically or spiritually. Now when you pray, you, you, everybody doesn't have to pray on their knees. But you have to bend your knees in your heart when you pray. They fell down. Bound in the midst of the fire. What is happening here? Maybe they knew something that Peter later discovered. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, he says, he says, humble yourselves. Humble yourselves. In other words, bend your knees. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and in due time, he will exalt you. He will lift you up. He will bring you out. Then he went on to say in verse 7, he says, casting all your cares upon me, for I care for you. This is why they can fall down on bended knees in the midst of a burning fire furnace 
because they were casting all of their care upon the Lord. For they knew the Lord cared for them. They had already said, God is able to get us out of this. And we believe he will get us out of this. But if not, we're casting all of our care upon him because he cares for us. Then what happened when they fell down on bending knees? All of a sudden, the angel of the Lord showed up. Jesus appeared in the furnace. This is why the king looked into the furnace and he said to his counselors, did not we cast three men into the fire? True, O king. He says, but I see four men walking loose without hurt in the fire. And the form of the fourth, it looks like the son of God. Jesus came to meet them in the fire. He came to meet them right then and there as the angel of the Lord. Psalms 34 verse 7 says, And the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord refers to Jesus. The angel of the Lord, he encamps round about them who fear him. And he will deliver them. He will deliver them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. That's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. They trusted in the angel of the Lord, and the angel of the Lord showed up just as he promised. He said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, he says, well, two or three are gathered together in my name. There I am in the midst of them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was three. And the promise was, where two or three are gathered, the angel of the Lord will show up. He will show up. Jesus showed up to protect them from the flames. He showed up to protect them from the heat. And I'm telling you, he'll show up for me. He'll show up for you. And there's a lot of things that we will go through during our fiery trial that would have completely destroyed somebody else. And a third person may look upon us and say, how are they bearing up under that? How are they getting through and out, through all of that? That's because the angel of the Lord encamps about, around about us. And he promised he would deliver us. This is why our testimony can be, oh, taste and see. The Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Now see one other characteristic here. If you're taking notes, this is the fifth characteristic. Fireproof faith seeks to please God at all times. Fireproof faith seeks to please God at all times. Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and the same one who were infuriated with these three men the same one who gave the command to have these three men cast into this burning, fiery furnace. He went to the mouth of the furnace and he called out Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. Oh my God, servants of the Most High God. What an accolade to hear from a man who wants to kill you. Servant of the Most High God. He says, come out. Come here. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they came out. They came out. O-U-T. They came out of the burning furnace. You're coming out. 
You're coming out. We're coming out. They came out of the fiery furnace. Why? Because their ways pleased the Lord. Proverbs 16, 7 says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And that's exactly what God did with Nebuchadnezzar. All of a sudden, Nebuchadnezzar was not an enemy now, but now he's a friend, he's an ally. He'll make a decree that if anybody speak against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he says, I'll destroy your house, and your house will be a hill of ashes. They have demonstrated that their God is the true and living God. Fireproof faith is bold, it's fearless, it's relentless, it's humble, it seeks to please God. When our lives please God, he takes care of everything else. He'll make our enemies be at peace with us because our ways please him. Now in closing, we've seen how these three men, how their faith was unshakable, how their faith was undeniable. We've seen their resolve that no matter what that king says, no matter his power, his authority. But if not, if God doesn't come, we know that he has a better plan and purpose for our lives. But if not, we're still not going to serve. We're not going to serve as gods. We're not going to worship the gold image he set up. We're just not going to do it. Either you believe God or you don't. When you believe God, circumstances never impact what you believe. Let me say it again. When you truly believe God, circumstances never impact what you believe. I will believe I'm healed. Even if I died in sickness, I believe I was healed. I believe I'm free. Even if I'm bound hand and foot. I can be incarcerated behind the bars of jail. But if God said I'm free, I'm free. That's what it means to believe God. That's what it means to understand faith without corresponding actions is dead. But see, we think it has to turn out the way we envision, the way we, want, we, we desire to turn out, otherwise it wasn't faith. No, 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 no. Remember now, God wrote the script, not you. He is the playwright. You're just one of the actors in the play. He knows the end before the beginning. And the ancient things, even that hadn't come to pass, he says, my counsel will stand. And all of my good pleasure will I do. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's powerful to me. That's powerful to me. Glory to God. Now, also, I want to leave you with what Peter said in closing. I already said that once. I said it again. And Peter had a lot to say about this. Peter must have knew something about fiery trials. You know, you know secular history teaches us that Peter faced a fiery trial. He was crucified upside down. So Peter didn't just talk the talk. He walked the walk. First Peter chapter 1, verse 6, Peter says, in this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, 
You have been grieved by various trials. Some of you can say amen to that. I've been grieved by this thing that's gone wrong, the other, by this test, this trial. Peter says, but even though you've been grieved by various trials, he says that the testing of your faith, the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes. Your faith in God is more precious than gold that perishes. Though gold is tested by fire, gold is refined by fire. Gold could never be as precious as it is had it not been refined by fire. And without the refining, it's just a rock. It's just a lump. It's just a mineral. But when it's tested by fire, then it becomes gold, something desirable, something that we wear proudly. Glory to God. So Peter says, you should greatly rejoice, even if they're threatened, but thrown into a burning, fiery furnace. Because your faith is more precious than gold that perishes. In the same way gold is tested by fire, Peter says, we'll be tested by fire. And he says, when we're tested by fire, his prayer was, in 1 Peter chapter 1, his prayer was that we may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The revelation of Jesus Christ for Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego is when Jesus showed up in the furnace as the angel of the Lord to protect him from the flames. He protected him from the fire. And when the king called him out of the furnace, the king was astonished. Their hair was not singed. Their clothes was not burned. Their skin was not burned. The flames did not kindle upon them. Neither did they have the smell of smoke. What is God saying? God says, when I deliver you, God says, when I deliver you, you won't even smell the scent of that test and trial you had in the past, when I deliver you, you don't smell no smoke because when God does it, he does it well. Beloved, that's faith in the fire. You're fireproof, fireproof. You are fireproof. No matter how hot it gets in your life, whatever the situation is, no matter how intense the burning may seems to feel, just know you won't be destroyed. Just endure that thing and watch God work and watch the angel of the Lord show up and show out in your life because you are fireproof. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And we thank you, Father God. This is just not a, a, a good old bedtime story, anything like that. This happen. This happened to demonstrate to us that we too can have unshakable faith, undeniable faith. We can be fireproof. And no matter which way the tide seems to be turning, our attitude could be that our God is able to deliver us. And he will deliver us from this test or trial. But if not, but if not, we're not going to compromise. We're not going to give in. We're not going to cower. We're not going to doubt. But if not, 
And Father, we thank you to be fireproofed in that way. And we know you are the proof of this fire. You're the one protecting us. You're the one that's shielding us from the heat and the flames. And we just want to please you. And when we please you, you promise to make even our enemies to be at peace with us. So Father, encourage your people today. Encourage their hearts, stir them up in faith. Help them to stand. Help them to walk in faith and not in doubt, fear, and unbelief. So I give you all the praise and all the glory. I thank you for the way you're keeping us. You're protecting us. You're shielding us. You're building, you're building a wall around us. You are the fence all around us to protect us from COVID-19, from this pandemic, the virus. We thank you, Father God, for the way you have blessed our spiritual family, our community of faith. And we're asking you, Father God, to continue to show forth your might and your strength. And we give you all the praise and the glory. For you are the angel of the Lord who encamps round about us. Lord, because we fear you, we believe in you. We know, we believe deep in our hearts, you will deliver us. And we want to continue to say, oh, taste and see, the Lord is good. Blessed is he. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. There's a blessing upon your life. There's a blessing upon your life. In Jesus' name. You know, I miss laying hands on people. But that doesn't limit God. He sends his word to heal us and deliver us from our destruction. And in Jesus' name, I send words of healing, words of hope, words of encouragement to the hearts and the minds of every person viewing this worship service today. And I thank you. God is greater than your problem, than your condition, than your situation. And the word of God is at work in you. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But his word never fails. He has sent his word to heal you. Claim your healing. Whether it's physical, emotional, mentally, mental, whatever it is. Claim your healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Without faith, beloved. It is impossible to please God. He who comes to God must believe, must believe he exists. You must believe he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. God rewarded them, and God certainly will reward you and I. All right, beloved, be encouraged. Be encouraged, and remember, Without that faith, and God has given every man, dealt unto every man the measure of faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Make up your mind and be determined that you're going to live your life in faith. Walk in faith and know that faith worketh by love. Walk in love and have faith in God. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor. 
proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.